this is For the Love of Two Hippies. I'm Sarah and I have Katie here. And today we are talking about Yule and Winter Solstice. 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 Why is the floor all wet, Todd? <laughs> I don't know, Margo. <laughs> um, yeah, we've been dilly-dallying with our favorite holiday movies, but... I was telling her about Annabelle's Wish, which is about a little cow, and nobody knows what I'm talking about. Do y'all know what Annabelle's Wish is? Because I have no idea. If you watched Annabelle's Wish, which is not a doll that's haunted, it's a cute (laughs) little cow, and she's so sweet, then please message me so I have some validation in my life, but she's so cute. Anyway, Uh we wanted to talk about Yule and kind of the traditions around Yule, where things come from around the holiday season and it's really fun this would be a really fun episode similar to when we did um Samhain and we talked about traditions around Halloween and uh yeah uh, other yeah. Tra- <laughs> more traditions I don't know <laughs> so we are going to start with a winter solstice or yuletide blessing and Katie's gonna lead us with that okay lead, lead us with the blessing <laughs> the blessing If you can't tell, the Christmas vacation is our favorite the Christmas blessing. movie. The blessing. The blessing. There's a cat in a box. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> May you find peace in the promise of the solstice night that each day forward is blessed with more light, that the cycle of nature, unbroken and true, brings faith to your soul and well-being to you. Rejoice in the darkness and the silence find rest and may the days that follow be um, abundantly blessed. Man, I love that. You read that so well. I read it in my head, but yours was way better. <laughs> I was like, wow, I feel like I'm reading the the one Christmas movie, the the ladder and rose such a clatter what is that? the night before <laughs> the Christmas. Book? Yeah. What is that book? Um, what book is that? The- I'm just thinking the Nightmare Before Christmas, but it that's was not, not right. the Nightmare Before Christmas. I can't watch that movie either. By the way, <laughs> um, it's creepy. What? What? How, name some name part of it because I can't think of it. I, it's okay. We'll a rose, such such a, a clatter. clatter, not a ladder, clatter. Um, and is the night before Christmas a poem? Yeah. Yes. Okay. The night before Christmas. The night there we before go. Christmas. We should read that. No, we're not going to. But no, we're not going to read. That. We're not going to read that. <laughs> Please read it to yourself in your head. <laughs> okay. All okay. Right. It's winter solstice, or the sun is in Capricorn, right? Yay, Capricorns! Where y'all at? Holla, at you girl. Um, so we have now on the longest night of the year. Darkness has reached its peak. We are. We are at the longest dark and the shortest day. So uh, Yule being this celebration, the sun stops its decline. And for a few days, it rises in about the same place. And during this time, the sun stands still and everyone waits for the turning. So that's what the celebration of Yule is. So in our heads, right, we all know that the sun's going to return. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie Peanut Rabbit 2, but there's a rooster who, like, freaks out because it assumes that if it doesn't crow or whatever, like, say whatever it is, that it will, the sun will not come up. And then they recognize that in the movie that the sun comes up 
And she, she's like, well, what do I do now? Because the sun's coming up all the time. So anyway, we all know that in our heads, logically, that the sun is going to come back up. But Yule is just that thing where we are waiting for it to arrive. So uh, the sun, like we just said, does start north again and the light comes back. And so this festival of rebirth and the return of the sun is why we celebrate Yule. Yeah. And for like hunter or not hunters, but like farmers and people back in the day, it was like a celebration of, okay, now we're going to head into, now we're heading towards summer. We're heading towards food. We're heading towards warmth. And so it was like a midway celebration of we've made it this far. We can push, we can keep pushing on and, and we'll see the light again. (laughs) Right. Uh, So this is the son's birthday, which partly in Christianity, that's where a lot of this comes from. It's the sun's birthday, December. The sun. The sun. December S O N S U N. The twenty first is when we're celebrating Yule, but typically Yule is celebrated on the twenty first or the twenty second, and it's just marked by this, the longest night, shortest day of the year. Uh, so the Oak King and the Holly King. So the Holly King rules over the dark part of the year from Midsummer to Yule, and. He is supposed to be the god of this waning year. And then at Yule, he surrenders his life to the young light oak king, which is the god of the waxing year, and his twin who rules over the light part of the year from Yule to Midsummer. So they both rule for half the year, each kind of giving up the the seat to the other. Yeah, pretty cool. So let's talk about the traditions of Yule because I really, really like this. This is fun. Yeah, these are. um, So it says Yule winter solstice traditions are many and generous and shared not only with Christianity, but the birth of Christ child, but the pre-Christian pagan traditions and indeed a lot of recent ones um, all over the world as well. Um, They're very similar to Western culture, even if we don't recognize them, recognize the symbology behind them. Mm hmm. So, so the evergreen. Well, and like, have you ever wondered why we like why why we use like all these different things, like you know the the yeah. Christmas trees or the wreaths or the mistletoe or all of those things? I don't know why. I just kind of was like my whole life. Well, you know, we we have this weird mistletoe that hangs over our thing, and you know, my husband and I not make out, but I was going to say make out underneath the mistletoe. And <laughs> but like, why do we do that? <laughs> Yeah, I guess I never thought about why. I've just always like, oh, that's just what we do. Just what that's, we do. Oh, we just have to get a Christmas tree. Um, but also, like for you and I, we're from European descent, so mm-hmm. like the German cultures and Ireland, Ireland, Ireland cultures, <laughs> and um, like Italy. Like those are kind of where British stuff. So those are kind of where we come from. So I feel like the long-standing history there, we just kind of brought it over here. Mm-hmm. But it's actually from kind of like further back than that. But a long yeah. while. A long while. <laughs> okay, so evergreens represent everlasting life. And they were traditionally hung around doorways and windows. Yeah, so why didn't we learn this stuff like when we were putting it all up it's a lot more meaningful not just it is it makes it much more meaningful yeah so when you're like decorating your home you can think of it 
with evergreen, I'm going to rep, I'm going to be putting this over each doorway to represent everlasting life. And, and every time I walk through this, I'm, it's a reminder of this theme. Mm-hmm. Like that makes it so much more meaningful it versus makes it more spiritual. Yeah. Which, I mean, vers- is why we're, why we're still here talking about all of this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that one's pretty cool. Uh, mistletoe greatly revered by the druids this is a healer and protector it's carefully cut to ensure it never touches the earth because it's cool (laughs) what i'm making faces because it's cool oh i was like did i read a word no you're good (laughs) okay this is a great healer and protector it's carefully cut to ensure it never touches the earth its magical properties are believed to connect to the fact that it lives between worlds between sky heaven and earth the white berries of the mistletoe represent the white berries. We have red mistletoe here. I'm confused. I thought the I thought the berries were red. Let's look. <laughs> oh, it's for a update. I bet, I bet the you. White, the white berries of mistletoe represent the fertile white semen. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we were went going there. there. Y'all. <laughs> I didn't know we were going there, y'all. They are small, sticky berries that are white, pink, or red. And they are ripe from October to January, depending on the species. So I really think we're kind of like looking at the different colored, different species here. Okay. So represents the fertile white semen of life-giving male, which is is where kissing under the mistletoe comes from. Huh. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Holly, which is another evergreen of protection. It's got spiky bristles, and they are believed to repel unwanted spirits. So it's the sage of Yule and the black tourmaline of Yule. Uh, (laughs) Newborn babies used to be sprinkled with holly water. Oh, what's that sound like? In which holly had been soaked, especially potent, if left under a full moon overnight. Oh, my goodness. Holly is sacred to... Holly, the Germanic underworld goddess, and symbolizes everlasting life, goodwill, and potent life energy. Its red berries represent feminine blood, and together, mistletoe and holly represent the sacred marriage at the time of the year with the rebirth of the sun. Hmm. And the goddess Holly is H O L L E, if you look it up. And the holly, the berry, is H O L L Y. Wow, that's awesome. Okay, so ivy is evergreen symbol of immortality and resurrection, growing in a spiral, reminding us that reincarnation and reminding us of reincarnation and rebirth. Sacred to Osiris, where his death and resurrection was a central theme in Egyptian religion. Sacred to Dionysus, mm-hmm. Dionysus, a god, Dionysus, I think so. god of vegetation, blossoming, and the return of spring. So that one's pretty cool because it ties in other religions or mm-hmm. other cultures too. Mm-hmm. So like Egyptian, which is a very, very ancient religion. Um, and then you, which is the tree of regeneration and rebirth as no other. It sends up new trees from its roots and grows to a very great age. It's deeply connected with the spirit realms and the ancestors and often used as a central world tree in spiritual practices uh, in ritual spaces and was often planted in graveyards. It's also very poisonous. Huh. I wonder what that looks like. I've never seen a 
I, I guess it's maybe this. Oh, you guys can't see the picture, but uh, we can post a picture of this tree. So it's very ancient. So it kind of looks like a pine. Um, okay. Whoa. So I wonder what's poisonous about it. The berries or Look, the, yeah, the bark? Yeah, berries on it. The bark is kind of cool looking. We'll post a picture so you guys can see it. Yeah. Okay. So pine. We did a pine Our in our newsletter. We put out a winter... Um, production hang and it was made from pine needles and uh, pine cones so its branches bring healing and joy to the home and then burning it will purify it i suggest you don't burn it inside the house (laughs) (laughs) just saying uh so i i'm leaving mine up all year and then maybe for the spring you can think you can take it outside burn it in the spring and just thank it for the blessings and the and the health that it brought you all winter long. So we can kind of do that together if you and want. And I actually saw somebody make a like like a sage bundle that you would buy, but they used pine, mm-hmm. and then they yeah. put um, orange dried orange with it. It was really pretty. Yeah. Um, and then and they did say it was for burning, but yeah, just don't burn the one you have in your house, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unless it's a small in use for saging. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, the kissing bow, bow? Yeah, B-O-U-G-H. So a yuletide, it has often been customary to make a decoration using two hoops, one thrust. Oh, like a bow, like a B-O-W. Yeah, one thrust <laughs> through the other and bound with evergreens, holly and ivy, and rose-cheeked apples, specially reserved for the occasion. Inside, dolls are hung, male and female, with other brightly colored baubles. At the bottom of the decoration, Bobbles. a bunch of mistletoe is carefully tied, and the whole thing is suspended in the middle of the room, giving it the center of all attention. Every berry wow. on the mistletoe bears the promise of a kiss, which is why it's called the kissing bow. And for every kiss given or taken, a berry is removed. And then when all the berries are gone, the kissing has to stop. Oh my gosh, this mm. sounds like a swingers party. <laughs> about to be crazy uh please don't do this i mean unless you want to but if this is just a family affair i mean i guess you could give a little kiss little cheek kisses but little cheeks that's cute i like that i've never heard of that i mean i get the bow part of it the bow Mm because it's the two row but yeah that's pretty cool Okay, the wreath was traditionally, it was traditional to make wreaths from evergreen, the wheel of life as evergreen, hung on doors or laid horizontally to decorate with candles. I do like that. I do mm-hmm. like those centerpieces. Yeah. Later becoming a Christian Advent wreath. Mm-hmm. So they are very popular, but now, now I, now I'm kind of upset. I haven't decorated my house for Christmas yet. I know. I just have one little tree and it's plastic. But I, I want I have, a real one. Well, okay. I have lots of Christmas decorations, but it's mostly like snowmans. And... Well, you're allergic to pine, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so I will not be one who burns the pine in my house. <laughs> yeah, because you'll be like, oh, I'll take an asthma well, attack, I can't please. Now. <laughs> asthma attack for Christmas. Thank you, Santa. <laughs> Steroids for everybody. <laughs> Anybody uh, got an EpiPen in that stocking? Okay, thank you. okay this is the best one all right the yule tree introduced into modern times apparently by the german prince albert in victorian times uh in ancient rome pine trees were an essential part of 
goddess groves. On the eve of the midwinter solstice, Roman priests would cut down a pine tree, decorate it, and carry it ceremonially to the temple celebrations. People decked their homes with boughs of evergreen trees and bushes and pots. Pines and firs were cherished as a symbol of rebirth and life in the depth of winter. It was the festival of Saturnalia, which Saturn has a lot to do with Yule, yeah, like I, where probably where Saturn, probably where Saturn is right now in the Yule tide months. I wonder if Saturn rules Capricorn. I'm pretty sure that everyone in astronomy is like, no, or astrology is like, <laughs> no, that was wrong. <laughs> so sorry if that was wrong, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, we can we can dive into that later, yeah. but. Uh, and then pagan families would bring a live tree into the home so the wood spirits would have a place to keep warm in the cold winter months. Aww. Food and treats were then hung on the branches for the spirits to eat. I love that. I love all of this so much. I would do that, but I think my dog would actually attack the tree. <laughs> Mine would too. <laughs> the tree would be on the ground so fast. <laughs> okay. Candles, which have a lot of meaning in every tradition and Candles are represented by different colors, like there's a bunch of stuff, but this is a festival of light out of darkness and tradition of lighting candles is ever popular. Red, green, and gold are of the returning star in the colors of Yule. Deck your home with an altar of evergreen and candles. I have candles everywhere. I do too. I don't have gold and green and... I don't either. It kind of takes the fun out of buying the... Like, I have just, I, I want the, like, oh, I have red candles on my candelabra. Mm -hmm. But, like, the gold and, huh. I do have some white ones with, like, gold swirls. Yeah. But I'm always afraid my cats will walk by them and catch their tails on fire. And then my whole house yeah. is, like, because I have hardwood floors, like, the whole house would go up. <laughs> yeah. Like, this would not be good. I don't, can't do it. Uh, okay. Um, another thing that, this is a side note, I guess, but yeah, another thing that I've seen from somebody else is, Kind of doing uh, Yule, like, not a recipe, but a blessing of the house where mm -hmm. you, there's this lady I follow on Instagram and she does a, like, it's in a big pot and you just put all these things in it and you add the blessing and you do all of that. And then you bless the home and let it kind of fill the mm -hmm. air and fill um, the scents and the smells. And the cool thing about all of what we just talked about is... I'm maybe making this up for myself because I want to participate and I'm busy this week, but I want to do this all year or like all through the winter, you know, like keeping right. the fresh stuff in your house, like keeping the the protection and the evergreen and the immortality. Like it doesn't feel like it's just for Christmas. It feels like you can do it for the whole Yule season. Mm -hmm. And that leads up into probably February. I think I have a, I have a chart, but I don't know where it is. So I think this, if there's, if you get really down during the winter months, these are great activities that you can do. You can build your own wreath. You can build your own kissing bow. You can build your own like holly, evergreen, like mistletoe. You can build whatever you want and decorate your home throughout the whole season. And you have that reminder of what it's doing and what it represents mm -hmm. and if it's not fresh, that's fine. Obviously, people have allergies. Like, my dad also has um, a pine allergy, so we can't have real pine in the house. Um, I can now, but all growing up, it was always plastic. 
So uh, that's really, I feel like it's just the representation, just like we talk about all the time. It's all about your intention behind it. So it may not be real, but you can make it the intention of protection, immortality, blessings, and um, health and, and goodwill for all men. I feel like that's a Christmas thing. For all mankind. Um, so those simmer pots. I, I gave somebody in our group a recipe for that, and it was yeah, yeah. you fill up a pot, a giant pot, because I do this all winter long because it just smells amazing, and it fills your entire house. And so you fill up your, your pot all the way up, and then I use oranges, lemons, cranberries, uh, cloves, uh, star anise goes in there. You can add ginger... This can one add probably, you could probably add whatever. Cinnamon. Yeah. I use a lot of cinnamon sure. during that time because that's that's just all happy Did you know that and... cinnamon is actually bark off of a tree? I did know that. So if I you like buy sticks. But if you buy legitimate cinnamon, it should like break apart. Like you can just like touch it and it should like disintegrate. But they have to obviously for transport and like bulk. Uh, consumption they have to make like the bark like really hard so mm-hmm. if you find like legit cinnamon I was like wow I didn't know it was like bark from a tree yeah <laughs> pretty cool it is cool I know and it smells so good and there's Easily there's really used. an insane amount of health benefits to cinnamon which if you're going to yeah. join us in our shocker course just like you know shameless plug here <laughs> I'm pretty sure that we talk about that with one of the chakras so yeah <laughs> So, yeah, I guess we can dive into that a little bit. If you haven't heard, if you're if you're on here with us every week, then you probably know about our book club and our newsletter and our empowerment courses. Our newsletter just launched. It may have been a shit show getting that together, but Katie figured it out because <laughs> she's a badass. So thank you, Katie. Round of applause. Great job. We did it. So we hope you guys love the newsletter. We're going to do that quarterly. Um, if you have questions about the book club and the empowerment courses, please shoot us a message back. We will get you that information out. And the book club will start January 2nd, I think. I think mm-hmm. it's a Sunday, right? Um, so that'll be on Patreon. The book is Atomic Habits, and we are going to do a deep dive in that. It's an amazing book. We both have read it. It's already changed my life a ton, and I can't wait to read it again and do a deeper dive on that book. And it's a great replacement instead of, um, I mean, that's even a great New Year's resolution is to read a book a month all about self-empowerment and improvement. So that's going to be my goal minimum. I'm already down three books already in December. So woohoo for me. You killing it, girl. Then for our empowerment courses, it's the first one. We're going to do them quarterly. They're 10-week courses. The first one is um, a deep dive into your chakras. So we have a meditation. We have a deep dive episode about the chakra. It goes by chakra. So it starts with the root. And then halfway through, we kind of do a little live aura cleansing on Patreon. And then we go through the rest of the chakras. And then we do kind of like a final closeout session. So It'll be very, very fun. You guys are our beta group. So we would love feedback, what you think, what you liked best, what you're like, oh, I want more of this. And then quarter two will be um, manifestation law of attraction. So I'm really, really excited about that one. Mm -hmm. So if you have more questions, definitely email us. And we have so, so, so much going on in 2022. And we also want to celebrate you. So if there's something that you've started I mean, that would be really cool if we did like the first 
week in January, we did kind of like a, like a celebration of everyone's accomplishments for the year. That would be pretty fun. So and, maybe send- and girl, if your co- accomplishment was just that you freaking made it through the last year, that's a damn accomplishment. Okay. <laughs> or boy, if you're a boy. listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, I mean, if there was something that, that, that you feel share, or if you feel called to share and, and whatever life improvements you've made or a, a, something you want to celebrate, like send us a message and we can do a, like a shout out, like a celebration, um, episode we, and just talking about our listeners and things that you guys have accomplished over the year and just really set us up for all of us to have the most successful 2022 that we can. And I think it's going to be magical. I don't know if it's because it's all twos and that's my favorite number, but I really think it's going to be a powerful year. So. Yeah. And if you want more information, go over, if you're on Facebook, follow us on Facebook at, um, it's the, for the love of two hippies podcast. We'll post tons of information in there. Once the Patreon launches, we don't want to launch it too early because we don't want y'all having to pay an extra month for nothing. Cause we're not going to start posting in there until, uh, the beginning of 2022. So we are not quite launching it yet, but as soon as we do, you will know via the Facebook group for the love of two hippies podcast. We'll also post it over on Instagram for the love of two hippies. And if you have any questions about all that, holler at us. Holler at us. That's what we're here for. And, and besides that, you'll, you'll tide blessings, everyone. Tide blessings. Happy holidays, whatever you celebrate, just even if it's just the winter months, we were going to do a deep dive on like holiday traditions around the world, but we found this and we felt called to share it. So Mm -hmm. hope you guys loved it. And I think it'd be fun to do little episodes of us making these little things all year long. Cause you know, I'm starting a YouTube channel. So thinking (laughs) of ideas, things for me to make. (laughs) It would be fun. I'm going to make the pine cone thingy. So if you guys want that information, let us know and we'll post that too, which I'm going to post it. It's in the newsletter, but we can post pictures from that. And, and also the simmer pot, like I want to do one of those as well. My mom always used to do it. So do you drink it? You can drink it, right? I would assume so. I don't know how good it would taste. Yeah. Cause my mom always used to do apple cider Mm -hmm. and then just add all this stuff into it and then you can drink it after that but it always just made the house smell really good Mm -hmm. another thing that I used to do every year with my mom is we took a orange an orange and we shoved cloves all into it and my it was so fun like the first quarter and then it was like my fingers hurt so bad (laughs) I bet cloves would hurt to do that yeah but then after it was done it we just hung it up all year and Mm -hmm. just let it do that and Another thing that's fun to do during the winter is to um, make uh, like bird feeders with peanut butter Mm -hmm. and roll them in um, seeds. Yeah, that's always really fun Mm -hmm. and fun to watch the birds. But yeah. Yeah. All right. Winter traditions. If you have any cool ones, let us know. And if you do anything else at Yule to celebrate Yule, holler at us. I found this Yule spiral thing on Instagram that, or you sent it to me actually, right? Yeah, it was amazing. It was, it was so, so cool. They had spread I, evergreen um, branches. Yeah, that had been discarded. which I might, I might actually be able to do that because with the last storm, the winds that were so bad, I had two or three large evergreen, yeah, um, branches fall down. So I might be able to. 
pick some of those off. Don't set them on fire with the candles when you put the candles all around it. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's my fear. We'll be using fake candles. (laughs) Because we'll be outside and there's a lot of dead leaves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support us, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and leave us a five-star review. Please, thank you. You can also do that on Spotify now. So if you listen on Spotify, head on over to our little thingy on there and click the review thingy and give us five stars because we love you. Thank you. Uh (laughs) Also, I am. if you can't tell, I'm so hyper because we had so many coffees bought for us last week. I was losing my mind. So (laughs) many. So excited. I was like, oh my gosh, I love coffee. So thank you. Thank you so much. Also, yeah, you want to give them the spiel on the coffee? Yeah. So if you love us and you just want to support us because we're cool, uh, you can find us on buy me a coffee backslash love of two hippies. Uh, and then again, follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Thanks again, friends. And until next time. Don't worry. Hippie. Those are jingle bells, guys.